The following audio may not meet the recording standards you're used to from RPG Academy Network podcasts. Lawful and Orderly streams live on Twitch every Monday at 8pm Eastern, and this audio is pulled directly from our video. Send all complaints to michael at therpgacademy.com and join us on Mondays. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Today's episode, Shot Through the Heart. Welcome to the show. I'd, I'd like to take a moment to introduce our fine and fantastic, flexible players uh, this evening. Over here to my this direction, is, you're all right. My left uh, is is uh, Andrew. That one GM. He's playing Mikhail Pavlovichkevich. Say hello, Andrew. Hello, Andrew. Perfect. And then to the bottom <laughs> left of y'all screens is uh, Marty playing Aaron Tweet Twilson. Go ahead. Hello, say. Andrew. <laughs> that's that's uh, a, a, as good an intro as any and uh last and greatest of all of course is uh jeffrey just beneath uh my little uh box here uh playing shannon sparks our half uh half unicorn cleric say hello jeffrey hello everybody and hello jeffrey <laughs> that's fantastic we've we've kept that consistent that's uh really good so, with, with no further ado, uh, we're going to get into a couple of questions for uh, the fabulous players who I've introduced. Uh, the first one uh, goes to Aaron. Marty, uh, Aaron has been um, setting some new songs lately, and uh, they're, they're sort of more like ballads that tell history of, of uh, parts of Lan Arcanum. So, uh, tell, me, tell me what... Uh, got Aaron interested in those uh, ballads and, and what sort of history or, or you know, part, current, future, past um, they, they discuss? Uh, yeah, well, as folks may know, uh, Aaron didn't grow up in Lan Arcanum. It's kind of a, a new city for him. So studying the city through song uh, is, is a great way for him to use his musical talents to so, sort of understand the city around him. And uh, actually, he's he's been studying mostly uh, really recent uh, ballads. Uh, some of them pulled directly from, uh, you know, we would we would call them headlines, but they're they're plays designed to talk about what the upper crust are doing uh, in and around the city, and and they're essentially like uh, a, a, the melodic equivalent of gossip rags. Um, but they what they do include is a lot of like who's meeting up with who, who's breaking up with who, uh, and uh, it's, talking it's about... It's the Us Weekly of, of musical accompaniment. Yeah, but it's a, you know, it's a great way to learn uh, about some of the upper echelons of society uh, and some of the really hip places that, uh, as an officer, he will never be able to afford to go. Okay. Yeah. Great. And uh, Shannon, uh, Jeffrey. Uh, Shannon... Um, does Shannon have a, a, uh, a hobby in addition to, to fashion? I mean, fashion is, is her hobby, and it's also her, her deity. She worships it. I have to assume that there's something else she does, you know, when she just wants to, like, Netflix and chill. What's that Netflix replacement? Shannon likes to, in addition to talking so no one can hear her, uh, Shannon enjoys makeovers a lot, and it's kind of like fashion, but she likes to do it to help empower other people. Right. Like some people just like to put it on foundation and eyeliner because they want to look hot for a night. Shannon does it because she wants to look hot for a night, but she does it to other people because she wants them to feel good about themselves. So like she'll have empowerment makeup parties where she invites women over to give like makeup tips and skincare tips and make them feel better about themselves. So it's like you're, you're offering services to, to do uh, have your own personal. She's all that story. That's that's fantastic. Yes. That's uh, truly yes. truly fantastic. Yes. It's like right. a charity Mary Kay. Exactly, charity Kay. Oh, because because it's the temple. <laughs> you guys do this as charitable work. You go to the poor and you make them look less poor. That's an incredible charitable act. You should be very proud. Moving right along. Uh, Andrew, uh, Mikhail, as as we've established in earlier episodes, it has been going through the. Yeah, he's been going through the uh, old archives, uh, the back, uh, the evidence archives in the uh, in the n any number of sub basements below uh, the special visions unit headquarters in High Guard Station. But Mikhail has been going through it. Uh, he originally, you know, we we rediscovered those uh, after our run in with the 
some issues in the meatpacking district, uh, which we won't get into now. It's, <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you know where you can find out about that in, in uh, uh, episode two. Yes, check out our past episode. <laughs> two, Cold uh, Case. Cold, cold Case. Cold Case, right. It was a, was a play on words. So we discovered those in episode two. And uh, since then, Mikhail has been slowly uh, going through those uh, evidence uh, lockups and, and looking for anything out of place like, I don't know, a flesh golem, a flesh golem, which is the first thing we found. Uh, what is one other notable thing Mikhail has turned up and what, uh, what, what happened to it? What, what did um, we learn? So Mikhail, uh, in, a, in a, a case file that he discovered from about 15 years ago, so uh, sort of before Mikhail started, he... Uh, uh, in Lanarkanum, but not so long ago, um, he found a a um, jar that was supposed to contain uh, a a uh, a spirit, a possessing spirit that uh, in the past possessed people and uh, 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 caused them to commit heinous crimes. Um, but the jar was empty, so Mikhail's not sure whether it was mislabeled. Or whether the spirit just just never was caught, or whether it maybe ascended or descended into another plane of existence, or why? Because the seal on the jar seems to have been like you know, Mikhail has more than a little bit of uh, arcane knowledge, but uh, yeah, it's empty. So uh, he wrote it down. He changed the label to uh, "empty jar," uh, "empty arcane sealed jar," and uh, put it back in the files. File it away. And uh, moved awesome. on. Awesome, very exciting. Yeah. Probably, probably no problem. Yeah, probably not. What, what yeah. could possibly have gone wrong? Did Did he uh, take uh, a note of the case file that it came from? Uh, yes, he did. He did take a note of the case file. Uh, it was a uh, so it was from a series of murders, commonly referred to as the Dirt Alley Killings. <laughs> Boy, Dirt Alley can't catch a break. They took, yeah, Dirt, <laughs> dirt Alley. There's a reason they call it Dirt Alley. It's not just because the alley is lit, the alleys and, are literally made of dirt. And and for for being known for so many killings, uh, these particular killings must be pretty amazing to be called the Dirt Alley killings. Right? Yeah, they weren't just they were just they weren't any killings. They were the Dirt Alley killings. The very ones, the the only ones, yeah. by far the most important, significant ones. Yeah, the the most the most deadly and most heinous killings most to have occurred. <laughs> up to that point anyway perfect all right so uh we're going to go ahead and and uh get started and we are going to uh start uh tonight's episode in the cold cases uh where mikhail is is rummaging around and our other officers are uh falling down for one reason or another i'll let allow you guys to to come up with reasons as you go oh my god aaron your pants the cut, what is this like a boot cut and de- is this like a straight leg we need to fix this cut the cut of your pants isn't working they're just—I think they're just getting worn out. I've—I've I've been down on my knees cleaning this station for the last two weeks. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, maybe we should wear shorts. I don't know. Uh, try. I don't know. If I don't have protection, then I would just be skinned up all the time. I need something. Mm, At least I'm finally off mop duty. Mm. Are you entirely sure that uh, the cut of his pants is? Uh, especially relevant to the uh, the case at hand, the matter at hand, because I am not one hundred percent sure that, that it is. Um, I feel like the cut of somebody's pants is relevant to everything all the time. And is this like is this like a cut of your jib? Is it like a oh the cut of your jib? Oh, is it like a, an idiom? Or I I don't I don't know what a, a jib is so okay (laughs) sure and and mikhail as 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 you're having this conversation you're also uh, idly flipping through uh the contents of of a a a little box of of a a a murder that that occurred um oh maybe 30 years back 45 years back something like that Hmm. and uh you find uh in it a uh uh, a, a rather a, a sort of a, a tragic allotment of items that were on this uh, person's uh, person. Uh, they're, they're, they were never claimed. This is kind of an unclaimed uh, goods stack. And in the middle of these is a uh, a rather adorable little letter that uh, smells of of uh, cologne 
and it, it was uh, sealed with a little heart with, with sealing wax, and it says, To my darling, in uh, wonderful uh, calligraphy. It looks very practiced on the front, uh, and uh, along with a, a name and an address. And, and you get the impression that this is an undelivered love letter from a, a tragically late person who, who did not quite get an opportunity to send it. Um, <clears throat> I have the feeling I have discovered a tragically late love letter from someone who did not have the opportunity to send it. I am. Uh, this is concerning to me. Does everyone else see this? Can you all corroborate my story that uh, it is a letter, clearly a very elaborate handwriting, the, the heart-shaped, uh, it's healing wax. Uh, all the hallmarks, all the hallmarks of a of a of a card. Wow! Let that written. Oh yeah, look at that! Wow, isn't that sweet? I mean, tragic, but but sweet. Like, just 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 from a, a dramatic perspective. I mean, like, think think of the irony of this person like going to all this effort to make this letter and seal it, and thinking about the person opening it and what are they going to say? How are they going to react to what's written inside? And then they just up and die, and now they'll never know. Yeah, a tragic carriage accident cut short their life. Uh, however, the, the case files do indicate that the shoddy manufacturer of those uh, particular axles was found guilty of, of misdemeanor endangerment. That seems like an accurate ruling, given the, uh, the severity of the crime. But I am concerned that this letter, which did not play a part in the evidence of the case, is uh, remained in the evidence lockup when it really should have been, by, according to regulation, should have been removed from evidence lockup, returned to a rightful owner, or in the case of undelivered and unopened mail without uh, significance in a criminal or felonious case, should have been uh, delivered as was addressed. So this is, this is not right. We have to... I have to deliver it. We have to, we have to make sure we have to deliver this. This must be regulations clearly state these letters must be delivered. Uh, and if they technically, they must be delivered by the detectives in charge of the case, but it looks like uh, the detectives on this case are not able to do that. So, so as the, the person the, discovered, the investigative uh, detectives have since retired, certainly. Yes. yes. So I I believe this falls to us as the detectives who have discovered this issue. It, the responsibility falls on us. We must deliver this letter. Uh, organization, I never thought they would say this, organization can wait. And so as, as you guys have kind of glazed over from his long diatribe about uh, <laughs> about uh, organizations and, and things, you've, you've maybe continued a bit of your conversation about pant legs, uh, but, but suddenly uh, sort of a, a familiar like minor aneurysm spreads across his forehead. Uh, your, your, all of your collective foreheads, as as you 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 feel rather than hear the the chief's voice penetrating several levels down, um, as though uh, as as though the chief can psychically command you from anywhere in in the entirety of of the high guard structure to uh, immediately report to her desk or else. Is she psychically commanding us, or is she just shouting and her voice is echoing throughout the the layers of the the station? Or can uh, we even tell? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's kind of a like a like a sem, like a psychosomatic. You don't think it's magic, right? You're you're pretty sure it's it's just you know just how willpower. angry she gets. Yes, exactly. Okay, we can just we can feel her angry presence from here, from even this far down. <laughs> That's right, permeating well, solid stone. I well, will I will take this, and Mikhail puts the letter in his in his uh, trench coat pocket. We will deliver this at, at earliest opportunity. Yep, tragic love stories can wait. I'm really terrified of the chief. We got to get up there. Yeah, I, I think I popped a blood vessel or something. We should move quickly. All right. I can go. You guys uh, managed to avoid nosebleeds as, as you uh, walk, <laughs> run up several floors uh, back to the surface and then and then uh, up another floor or two of, of the keep to uh, the chief's office. And uh, as, as you uh, round the corner and, and burst through the door, you see a very familiar-looking uh, face, a very familiar-looking figure, one James Hindman who regular watchers might recall as the head of the Keepers of That Which Is Real, a local uh, temple. And uh, James Hindman is, is sitting uh, quite dully in front of the chief's desk, and you can kind of hear his low monotone. It, it You know, right in the corner, it, it just kind of blends together. You can't identify words yet. You just hear, and then that's when we went on to... And, you know, and then the, the chief, meanwhile... Um, 
she she seems to have taken the form of some sort of a uh, like like a tiger person, right? And uh, there there are claws that have been digging through the mahogany of her desk as she has to sit here and listen to this. And she looks up at you and says, "Ah, good, good officers, you're here. We've had a vision. Come in, sit down immediately." Yes, she. Indeed, ma'am. Certainly. Good, good. She says in, in her very uh, cat-like, reptilianish voice, and um, <laughs> uh, she says, "Ah, yes." And and so so, Mister Hindman, what what temple did you say you were from? And uh, he says, "I'm from the keepers of that which is real. We strive to document and encode all factual information and put it into tomes so that other bits of." And she says, "Yes, yes, yes. That's fine. That's so amazing. I, I'm that. That's absolutely incredible. But you've had a vision, and it's it's our uh, duty to to, uh, you know, observe and 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 pursue and investigate all visions of the seers in this city." She says, "So go ahead." And and she she brings out the large crystal and uh, she she puts it on her desk and she she touches it and she gestures for you all to do the same. Uh, po- point of order to, to Hindman, Hindman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you, you're from the realists, right? Yes, I'm afraid I am. And you're here to report a vision? Yes, I'm afraid I am. <laughs> that must really uh, 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 shorten your pants, to use a friend, I, a phrase I recently learned. Uh, you have to... Uh, well, vision. I I don't know. That sounds like a fallacy to me. That uh, my pants are equally as long before I had the vision as after. I believe but it's I, a fashion term. But I felt it was my duty to come and report this to you. So you okay. guys uh, put your hands on the orb, and uh, he puts his hands on the orb, and the orb uh, somehow becomes less magical and less sparkly like the light and excitement and magic just kind of oozed out of it and at, at some point you're just kind of touching like a like a gray sphere and and unlike the usual magic and brilliance that fills your heads uh it, it, there are a couple awkward moments that you guys just start to feel silly and he says so in the paper this morning there was an article it was about a man who was killed Oh, I believe it reported actually that she was a woman, one Cheryl Chum. She was killed out in King's Park by a by a bow, apparently hit her in the heart. She survived by one Norbert Noseboyle, who was also in King's Park with her at the time. Uh, point, point of order? Yes. Uh, are you going to show us the, the vision that you had, or was the vision you had of an article you read in the paper? He says, oh, I, I can show it to you. And he uh, reaches the article and he or... pulls out the article from the paper and he puts it on top of the orb. You guys are all touching. Okay. No, not anymore. He <sighs> says, now, I don't know. I don't have firsthand knowledge of this. However, I've read many articles from this source and I believe them to be generally reputable. Uh, did you say, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, you said Cheryl? Yes, Cheryl Chum. Chum and Norbert Noseboyle. Yes, that is an yes. unfortunate name. The article described <laughs> that uh, the the killing must have have been a, 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 a an attempted robbery by goblins. It was very tragic. And what brought this to your attention that m- made you come down here today? Well, since you visited me recently, I thought I should do my civic duty. The law is a written, generally accepted fact, after all, and. As the head of a church, I should report crimes that I see. The, oh, you were you a witness to this crime? No, but I saw it in the paper and it was a crime. Technically, I saw it. I believe I if you really <clears throat> define the term see, this is the literal sense it means. If you'll refer to section 12, subsection 43D of the legal charter of Lanarkandum, no. Legal Subst- definitions and terms. Mm. C is defined as observe, report, observe, suspend disbelief thereof, oh. or note. Oh yes, and, and but if you see, chief, yeah. So you reported to us a crime, um, which I. We will, now that we are aware of it, we must, of course, do our, and Chief, correct me if I'm wrong, but of course it is our, our responsibility to investigate this crime and uh, 
to determine. The chief's tail is swishing really angrily back and forth. Uh, and then, and, uh, and and we will investigate this crime, and um, we'll get back to you. Uh, uh, and uh, I believe that we are actually bound to do this by those same regulations that our friend Mr. Heinemann was citing. So I'm sure that the chief agrees, and uh, the tail no one will be punished more and more violently. Uh, Exactly uh, what I wanted to do with my officers today was commit them to a crime that's already been investigated by the street guard. Thanks. And the newspaper. Thank you, Mikhail. This will be noted in your performance record for the next time you're reviewed. There's there's a a clawing uh, sound beneath her her chair uh, of, of wood on claws. I think I I think I understand what you are saying, Chief. I think I get the, the gist you are throwing my way. Uh, James Hindman stands up and he says, I'm glad I could be of service. <laughs> Please call on me anytime you need me to see anything else. I see many facts and reported news facts in the paper. And uh, he says, good luck with your promotion, Officer Pavlovskyvich. And he wanders out. I think that is the first time anyone has gotten my last name correctly. <laughs> All right. So uh, the, the, the chief, uh, snarly as ever, she says, Well, you volunteered for it. Since we're obliged to investigate any crime reported by an authorized seer of Lan Arcanum, a registered member of, of, a, of a clerical order, that apparently includes him. So hop to it. Very well. Uh, as you wish, chief. All right. Uh, summarily ejected from her office and you find if Mikhail hasn't already uh, Aaron, if one of us grabs the, the newspaper I, mean, I assume it would be Mikhail since he needs to file it it does, it does need to be filed yes, alright that definitely happens, you guys have the paper it, it's um, written by a local investigative reporter by the name of um, Nilly Norwinkle she's a, a halfling so and uh, it was reported that both Cheryl and Norbert were killed. Is that correct? Uh, no, no. Uh, oh, was Cheryl was from... killed, and uh, okay. Norbert. Uh, she was survived by Norbert Nose. Oh, okay, all right, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. A witness <sighs> to the crime. He he has a couple of good, oh. exciting quotes in this like page eleven article about uh, how he was able to fend off many of these other goblins in their uh, terrible attack, and uh, yeah, he he showed uh, stunning courage in the face of this danger, but that he's otherwise uh, heartbroken at the loss of of his uh, fiance. It seems like this uh, this Mister Noseboil is a very brave and courageous individual. Perhaps uh, if we you know, if he is not otherwise occupied, we might uh, give him a uh, promotional flyer about joining the High Guard. It seems like uh, exactly the kind of fellow we might want in our ranks, as someone courageous and willing to fight off. Uh, a crime and, and uh, in reported in an expedient manner. So uh, perhaps we should. Hi, yeah, I, I don't know about all that, but uh, uh, we should probably talk to him and see if he can identify any of the the assailants or tell us anything more about that night. Yeah. Yes. Uh, lucky for you, uh, the, the newspaper also mentions uh, where he will be today because it's uh, Saturday. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, uh, and, and, uh, Cheryl's funeral is apparently, uh, it's, it's just about over. So if, if oh. you guys hurry, you can catch it. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, at, at a lesser known temple, the, the, the temple of mediocrity in town. Mm. <laughs> Pretty unfortunate. I wouldn't, I don't suppose that this temple is, uh, any, by any chance on the way, uh, or that the address on the the undelivered letter is on the way to the Temple of Mediocrity. Uh, it it not. is not. It is not. But, yeah, but, uh, I didn't figure I would have such luck. No, no, no. It's, it is not in the, the Temple District. But, no. I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, a, let us, uh, let's go with the, speak to this uh, Noseboil first, and then uh, if we have other leads to follow up, we can do that. Yeah. All right. So okay. You, you guys uh, zip out to the, the the funeral. You're 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 just kind of catching everyone uh, marching out, wearing all black, as as your cab pulls up and and summarily uh, dumps you. Uh, no tip and and uh, rides on. Uh, you you see uh, a number of figures uh, generally uh, weeping, a lot of sadness going around. Um, 
seems to be kind of a mix of humans and half elves in more or less equal measure. And uh, there's there's uh, one figure who's a little bit shorter and dumpier than the rest, and has an enormous swollen nose with a huge boil on it. No, not just a clever name. Turns out, <laughs> I can't know which one of these individuals do you think is out of Mister Nose Boil. Could it be the yeah. one with the boil on his nose? No, that seems like a very that's that seems like a ludicrous assumption. What are the odds that his given inherited family name would so closely match his personal appearance? I suppose you know, we can ask. It does not hurt to investigate. It's a first step of a good officer. Names are descriptive of uh, either what people do or sometimes uh, what what they are. Mikhail, I I not 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 in my land. Pavlovitskyvich uh, has no such uh, meaning, but uh, I will benefit you. You you know. Perhaps you know more about the, these these than I do. Well, let's let's go speak to this gentleman and find out. All right. Uh, so so uh, do you guys walk up to this gentleman with the nose. Uh, how sure close enough. is the service to being over? Oh, they're 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 coming out. You you guys are still <laughs> oh, on the street and they're yeah they're they're okay. filing out peacefully of 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 this uh, the temple. Then yeah, let's uh, let's confront this fella. All right. Um, you, you you walk up to him and and uh, he he kind of snorts and. <laughs> Ah, uh, <clears throat> so uh, you've you've come to ask me more questions about my heroic deeds. I uh, and he kind of pulls a, a rather overlarged handkerchief out of his pocket. <laughs> oh, you'll have to forgive me. I'm I'm really choked up. I oh, oh Cheryl was everything to me. I it was oh, oh, I uh, of course you must be. Devastated. Uh, so, so can you confirm for us you are Norbert Noseboil? Yes, yes, yes. Of the Upper West Side, Noseboils. Put her there. Uh, Aaron's gonna go ahead and shake his hand. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. It. Uh, you, you, you leave a trail between the yeah. two of you as your hands separate. Just, just a mild and, one. Uh, that's gonna go on the cloak. Yeah. Uh, I'm Officer Twilson, and uh, this is Officer Pavloviskievich and Officer Sparks. We're uh, we're here Hi. from the high guard. Ah, that time high guard got on the job. That lazy street guard. They just said it was a mugging. I kept telling them it wasn't a mugging. Damn goblins didn't take anything. Oh, oh that's interesting. So uh, you said you were in the the park with uh, with your. I'm sorry, I don't know all the details. Was uh, Miss Chum your your wife? Your uh, fiance. I'd, fiance. Oh, I'd. I'd uh, oh. She's just darling. The the nose. The nose boils and the chums have, have meant to wed their houses for quite some years, and we were promised to each other as, as tiny people. You see, I've I've had this day coming for eons, but it was it was just this year I'd I'd given her the, my grandmother's ring, and oh, I'd I'd, I'd uh, told her about the the house that I was going to buy for us, and oh, I was going to be beautiful. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Mister Noseboil, and he leaves a. Oh, this is the trail, uh, Mister Noseboil. Uh, your your story in the the paper was uh, very impressive. It sounds like you you really stood up to these uh, <laughs> folks that upset you. But despite all that, uh, it was a, a tragic end. We would love to bring your attackers to justice. Can you tell us anything about why they attacked you? Was there anything that they they said? Uh, you said they didn't take anything, but were they, they looking for something they couldn't find? That, I don't know. They were screaming in that little green skin language of theirs. I t- couldn't okay. make heads or tails of that. I, uh, I managed to stab a couple of them. They, they, they sort of dripped some blood away. I, uh, yeah. Do you, uh, do you uh, have the weapon that you, uh, you use to defend yourself? Uh, is that something from, that you... From his walking cane, he pulls his, uh, like a, a little cane rapier. And he hands it over. It uh, says, yeah, I uh, haven't really had the heart to clean it yet. Kind yeah, of I can see that. On. It's uh, a, a trophy of war, I, I suspect. Uh, oh, uh, there's there's no trophies when when Cheryl's gone. I, and I don't know what the families will do. She doesn't have a sister. Ugh, be another generation of family infighting. It's terrible. Uh, Mikhail wipes the the blade. He takes out a he takes out a, a cloth 
and wipes the blade down uh, to get a sample of the whatever the liquid is on the blade, and then uh-huh. he he hands it back to Norbert. Uh, Aaron, um, you, you you've been uh, listening to these sort of uh, current events uh, and, and popular media things. Go ahead and give me a history check if you could. All right, uh, history or performance, uh, your oh. choice. Uh, can I get advantage on that for some reason? <laughs> Because it wasn't super good. Um, uh, well, I rolled a seven. Performance would make it better, so that's going to be an eleven. Eleven. That's better than ten. Uh, ten is the uh, the high bar here. We'll give you a success. On oh, the good. Scales of justice. Twilson Huzzah. just riding the mediocre train. <laughs> and uh, hey, you, it, appropriate location. We are at the Temple of Mediocrity. That's right. That's right. The uh, the gift the, of the gods. The the cleric who attended the service is is uh, wishing people. Um, have a nice day. It's a very mediocre, half-hearted attempt at, at uh, con- consoling people. Uh, the The widow is also, or the the um, widower, the, the the mother of the uh, deceased is is paying off the the temple of mediocrity with some uh, mediocre amounts of change. Uh, Aaron, you recall a story about um, the 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 chums and the nose boils in town that they used to be more prominent families, and and their prominence both both families is sort of faded. Um, but but they're they're still you know reasonably well known names. You you recall um, that the song specifically mentions the elder nose boil, whose boil on his nose could um, make you uh, whimper and avert your eyes from fifty paces, right? Mm. And and uh, so either Norbert is not a chip off the old block because his boil's not nearly that grotesque, or the song exaggerates. Um, but but it talks about yeah, how the song uh, the song said you could you could see your own face in it if you dared to to glimpse in it for long enough. Yes, but but uh, what it revealed of your inner personality could drive some men mad. Well, yeah, of course. The, you look into the boil, but the boil looks into you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. Part of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it talked about the, the Chum family, whose uh, beauty knew no bounds. And uh, oh. looking around, you, you do uh, sort of see through some of the veils, some extremely uh, fetching-looking uh, sort of half-elven uh, oh. human beings. Um, and, and it talked about how they'd been a fussin' and a feudin' for years. Right. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't I don't know if you uh, officers if you have kept up on the the gossip rags, but uh, yeah, this is a, a famous family feud. Uh, Norbert, is there any reason? Uh, is there anyone still in your family with influence that wouldn't want this uh, union to go forward and and finally reunite the families? Oh, I. I, I... <laughs> I can't imagine anyone. I mean, this the, the the feud has cost us both families so much. We've we've lost a lot of our lands. We've lost a, our <clears throat> grandest manners. Ugh, I, is I, is there anyone in particular on, in your family who has lost a great deal to the feud? Anyone uh, maybe who has lost uh, uh, the most, or uh, he suffered uh, extremely egregiously from this feud? That sounds like a persuasion check to me. Oh, are you sure? Oh, or some sort of check. <laughs> um, um, Investigation? No, no. I'm nope. wondering. I'm wondering if I can <laughs> rephrase it. Nope. I'm wondering if I can rephrase it. Now, Mr. Nose Boyle, I think you know more than this. I think that there is someone in your family who has suffered very egregiously. And I don't know whether it is you. But I think you need to tell us who in your family might possibly still hold a grudge against the 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 chums and remember that if you lie you are technically obstructing justice which is a crime punishable by uh, 90 days in jail or a fine of up to uh, 500 gold pieces so please with that in mind what do you know all right give me a roll intimidation i hope (laughs) hard to be intimidating when you're two foot nothing uh oh no it is not um, it is easy to be intimidating when you're so small. So I got 23 total. Oh. <laughs> he, um, you just grabbed him. <laughs> he, he, he just tells everything that you know. His handkerchief and, and mashes his face into it. <laughs> I loved her so much. <laughs> yes, yes. We know that you loved her. But... There, there. And, and then he says... Um, he says, but <laughs> sometimes I wonder if it, that person you describe uh, uh, might have been anyone in the Chum family. 
I'm, a, I'm afraid I was never as good of a, a suitor as, as would have been becoming. Ugh, Cheryl Trum was amazing. <laughs> her, her, her college roommate, uh, you know, at the, the, the Lanarkanum Academy of Sciences told me that, that, that she made fun of my nose behind my back. <laughs> she did not. Scandalous, certainly. Why would she ever do that? Well, I mean, it, 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 to be fair, it, it is a very unusual uh, Kyle, noise. They were, they were in love. Oh, no, certainly. And I can't imagine why someone would do that. But objectively, <laughs> his nose is very distinct. <laughs> I, I, okay, I, I don't know. It is uh, just about the fact. God. Uh, thank, Mr. Noseboil, thank, thank you so much. Uh, if you can think of anything else, uh, please don't hesitate to contact us and, uh, and hands, hands his uh, Twitter tweeter handle over. He, he, he takes it. Uh, and, and he's, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. And okay. we're, we're going to get to the bottom of this. And then remember, if you think of anything else, you are required by law to tell us as soon as it comes into your mind. Yes, officer. Have a great day. Yes, you're not required to wash your hands by law, but I would strongly suggest that as well. Just oh, hey, self, self care is really important at a time like this. It is. And and he uh, jogs back into the temple of mediocrity to use their really substandard bathroom. <laughs> Just there's never paper towels when you need them. <laughs> There's one that's kind of it's slightly damp on top of the pile, and you just don't know. Well, I mean, it doesn't look like it's been used, but uh. mm -hmm. endless. And like one cold tap's broken, one hot tap's broken, and it's only scalding <laughs> or freezing. So you kind of gotta like uh, dash back uh, for it's the word. It's the it's the it's the just the pits, just mm -hmm. the the mid level uh, pits. Mm -hmm. All right. So do we still see some of the uh, the Chum family milling around? Yeah. Uh, do. Anyone that looks like the the matriarch, maybe uh, the yeah, we mother. did see Mother Chum paying uh, paying the preach the, the 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 temple of mediocrity mm -hmm. in order to like the funeral fees, presumably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. So the, the crowd's beginning to disperse, and, and people are are kind of uh, walking away in ones and twos. And and yes, you you see that that uh, the figure who paid. Well, should we uh, should we talk to her? It seems like the the next logical step, um, but I think perhaps as a group we did not handle that last encounter. Maybe with the 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 tact that maybe <laughs> would have, yeah. Um, <laughs> so wow, you, perhaps you really perhaps got Shannon, perhaps maybe I will I will observe. <laughs> And uh, and and take notes, and and you two can perhaps take the lead on on speaking to uh, to the the mother chum. Okay, sounds good. Right. I'm gonna miss that intimidation power you got, but <laughs> I simply state it is. If everyone needs, they need to know the truth, regardless of how harsh and and cold it is. True. That's True that's that. that's real nice at a funeral. Just touching. All right. So uh, then uh, Aaron and Shannon, uh, backed up by Mikhail, uh, approach um, this this uh, woman who, who even in uh, all black with a veil, uh, as, as you approach, uh, she seems to have kind of a natural grace about her, just a, a really elegant uh, human being. And she says, uh, why, hello, I don't believe that we've met. My name's hello. Mother Chum. Whoa. Hello. Hello, Mother Chum. My name is Shannon Sparks, and, and this is my partner, Aaron. And uh, we're here with the high guard. Ah, yes, yes. Oh, and Mikhail. You cannot forget Mikhail. He's, he's back there. Oh, no one could forget a handsome little devil. Well, thank you both for coming. Thank you, all three of you, for coming out here for this, this sad day. Absolutely. We're very sorry for your loss. It's, it's a true tragedy. I don't know what I'll do. She was my only. Uh, you had the... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, this Aaron, Aaron's looking at Mikhail muttering to himself like mother chum we talked we talked with uh, with your daughter's fiance. Oh and... yes, dear Norbert. He's he's quite 
he means well. Huh. It, it sounds like he put up quite a fight for, for your daughter, considering that, uh, that he's, he doesn't appear to be trained in fighting. He, um, I will say that, that he, brought, he brought Cheryl flowers every day for at least four years. That dedicated young man would, would show up to my house and bring her one rose a day and, and, and whisper the sweetest nothings in her ear. He was, he was very dedicated. Hmm. Dedicated. Yes. How, how did the rest of the family feel about old nose Boyle? Seems like you you guys had a, a lot of tension between your two families, right? Oh yes, we were all looking forward to getting that in the past. I mean, truthfully, the 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 things that have been written about in song are are mostly gone by the wayside. We've we've fought our way into. And she kind of gestures at the Temple of Mediocrity without completing her sentence. She says, I think everyone knows that, that this, this was our chance. This was our chance to reunite the families. It's, it's really an incredible shame. I, I don't know. I, um, and and uh, <clears throat> a young figure uh, uh, interjects, kind of uh, buds into the conversation. Uh, long hair, uh, dyed black, um, like a, a lot of heavy, heavy makeup, like like big jewelry, a, like a lip piercing, and uh, she says, that, "That's hogwash. That was it was a terrible pairing, and you know it." And um, uh, Mother Chum responds like, "Oh, oh, Daria, must you act up at this moment? You you were always such a strange roommate to Cheryl. I don't know why she stuck with you all three years." And uh, Dari says, "Enough of you! I've had enough of this, this show, this frim-fram and foo-for-all." And she storms off. And uh, Mother Mother Chum uh, comports herself. Very <laughs> uh, par- pardon me. I my uh, my daughter did have very spirited friends. She always collected the most eclectic people around her. Mm. I'll never understand that now. I guess. Um, Mother Chum of. Of all of those friends or, or other people that Cheryl knew, what, do you know of anyone who had it in for Cheryl or, or didn't like her? I, honestly, I can't imagine anyone. Cheryl was such a nice and sweet girl, and, and she mostly kept to herself. She loved school. Uh, she studied like the Dickens. Um, I mean, she, she came home on the weekends to do her wash, and, and uh, we would talk. She, she never spoke of anyone illy, and I don't recall anyone speaking ill of her. Huh. So it sounds like going out on a whim, Mother Chum, uh, Daria was, wasn't too happy with uh, Mr. Noseboil. Huh? Well, Dar- Daria is, she, she's a very opinionated young woman. That's, that's true. And, and, and her opinions are very strong and held uh, out loud, you would say. But, um, but she and Cheryl have been friends for years. I, I, um... I mean, I, I guess what is what is this all about? Does does this have something to do with those those goblin burglars? Well, you know, the the high guard has to track down every lead. Um, it it could just be goblins. It could be something more. Oh, all right. So, uh, got a question for you, Mother Chum. Yes. Were you? Would you say you and Cheryl were really close, mother daughter? friendship there or yes I, I would have described this as quite close very much yeah okay okay uh daria were they ever and she leans in whispers more than friends if you know what i mean little college experimentation no judgment it seemed like she was a little scorned and a name like daria you know i'm just throwing it out there she says, well, I, I suppose that's possible. We've, we've all been young and bold once. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm sure you know you're, you're a well-dressed woman. But, <laughs> um, but, but, but Cheryl's known since birth that she was destined for, for Norbert. I, okay. I, yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. A long time arranged marriage. Yes. Yes. Tragic. She, well, she, she'd just become of age in Lenarcanum. Sixteen. We know what the coming of age is, fellow Lennar Cannon. We live here. I don't know. think that was a necessary fact. But seven years ago, <laughs> it was 17. Aaron, Aaron, like, we we had to wait a whole less year. Kyle. <laughs> what? 
Uh, well, Mother Chum, again, we're very sorry for your loss. If you can think of anything of anyone that would have it in for Cheryl or that wouldn't want to see this union go forward, just uh, please don't hesitate to contact us and hands her a, a Twitter handle card as well. Absolutely. I absolutely will. Thank you. Yeah. So sorry about your loss. Mm. So sorry. And, and at this point, uh, most everybody's sort of um, shuffled off. Uh, however, the... Um, uh, Mikhail, uh, you, you know that the, uh, the address, uh, it is not on the way to the Temple Mediocrity, but it is kind of the next neighborhood over. If you wanted to, to ch- just kind of scoot a little further, ch- check that, uh, that letter. Yeah, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave, uh, uh, Aaron and Shannon to, to just suss out the scene really quickly. I will be, I'll be right back. You guys have discovered everything is fine. I'll be, I will return in just a hot second. I'll be right back. You guys have covered. I'll be right back. And he slips away really quickly <clears throat> and, Hot foots it over, uh, following the address on the on the okay. letter, and looking at street sign numbers and house numbers. All right, so so you uh. you you eventually find the right sort of combination of street sign numbers and house numbers, and uh, they they've led you to a um, like a like a a smaller sort of apartment block, really. That that um, it looks a little bit dingy and run down, but but apparently this is the address of of. <laughs> One, uh, I mean, it's it's easy to see because they're they're extremely squat and robust apartments, um, and and uh, this looks like a, a one-time address of a of a Joe de Vive, a dwarven lady. Hmm. Jo- Joy de Vive. Joie, Joy de Vive. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, well, only one way to find out, I suppose. And he raps on the door. Uh, the, uh, there's a, <laughs> just a minute, and, uh, kind of a stomping of heavy boots, and, and the little dwarven-sized door opens, and, uh, sort of a robe, like an armored robe, it's kind of, kind of flung around somebody with, with soapy suds in their hair, and, and, uh, a voice behind a beard says, what, what, what is it? Uh, hello, I, uh, my name is Officer Pavlovitskyvich, um, I'm looking, are you, uh, Joy de Vive, by any chance? Do I look like a joy to you? I really couldn't say, uh, uh, but, but if My you're not, Beatrice, uh, jo- Beatrice, Beatrice Steelbottom, uh, nice to Steel meet Bottom. you. Uh, a pleasure. The pleasure is mine, please. Uh, do you, by any chance, does uh, Miss DeVive live here, or do you perhaps uh, uh, know I've, where she might be at this time? I've rented this apartment for uh, about six years, but, you know, I, I got a whole pile of mail to the last 11 tenants. You could probably look through that. I don't know if any of it's forwardable or not. Oh well, that is uh, very kind of you. Uh, I, I'm just going to slip that. in the, uh, the 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 water closet if if you don't mind. Officer. No, uh, please, please. I would hate to interrupt your schedule. Right. And so you, you you see a stack of mail and a little bit of filing through. Uh, gives is there you... a door on the water closet? Is it like is it like is it a curtain or a door? Or... It is it is a door. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. just. It is a good thick stone door. Excellent, excellent. Uh, in, it's good in this to know. Uh, otherwise wooden apartment block, they they know. I mean, I'm not going to complain. It's, yeah, it's dwarves, you know. They right. Dwarves, no doors. Yep. Okay, so yeah, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this pile and see if I have any uh, any for uh, Joy or any for uh, Daviv. If there are any, even if the first name or last name doesn't match perfectly, I'm looking for anything that you know. These these guilds, these organizations that send out these letters, you know, sometimes they're just they're just lazy. Uh, I'm gonna skip over any that say for current occupant or. Or our friends at the address. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, yeah. for. And, and, uh, you, you find something from uh, the Arnold Aronson Accountancy Firm mm. to uh, Joy de Vive. Arnold Aronson. I'm not sure I'm familiar with that one. But uh, it cannot be too hard to track down. Yeah, maybe Aaron knows a song about it. And that seems unlikely, but uh, possibly, possibly. Uh, but right. anyway, uh, thank you, uh, Miss uh, Miss Steelbottom. I appreciate your help. I'm going to take just uh, this one letter. Um, oh, for, yeah, for yeah. Mr. Take it all if you don't mind. I mean, if you're delivering old mail, there's a whole pile there. Well, that's not exactly my. But you know what? Uh, you know, I'll just, I'll just, I'll take the. And he just grabs the whole pile and like, I'll just, I'll sort these later. Uh, yes. Have a, have a wonderful day. Thank you very much. He yeah. he, <laughs> he 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 bundles it together as tight as he can, puts all the rest of it in his other side of his trench coat pocket. Uh, so that's now completely occupied by junk mail, and he puts this one with the love letter in back in the original pocket. Perfect. Right. And he he hustles on back to the temple of mediocrity to see it, just to make sure that uh, uh, 
He doesn't if get we, left behind. If we could time time split for a second. Yeah, yeah. Were Aaron and Shannon as, doing anything specific? As, as Mikhail takes off, uh, Aaron uh, looks at Shannon. And it's like we we gotta talk to Daria, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah, this she's either super sketch or this is all BS. Yeah, for sure. There's something going on there. Yeah, do do we see Daria around anywhere? Or did she like completely uh, she, stomp off? She she huffed off uh, in the middle of your guys' conversation, and and you kind of chatted, and you know people are half dispersed when you started chatting, and Daria yeah. huffed off, and then uh, uh, at the end of this conversation, most everybody's kind of uh, filtered out. But yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Looks like we'll have to go find her back at the the academy, or the university. Yeah, yeah the academy. All right. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, great. And uh, of course, uh, your lovely friend Mikhail uh, jogs around the corner a little while later with a big satchel full of mail for some reason. Yeah, uh, geez, Mikhail, are you robbing houses now? What? The, <laughs> why would you say such a thing? No. Where I did you simply... get all? The, you're not a mail carrier, or, or are well, you also a mail carrier? Well, I'm not technically a mail carrier, but when I come across, it is... you would be really suited to it. I gotta tell no, you. Well, that's not inaccurate. It's not. I, I do love organization, but in this case, what has happened is I have found another lead on finding, and I found the name of the uh, confirmed the name of the person to whom this uh, old uh, uh, document is addressed. It is Joy Devive. Uh, unfortunately, she was not at the residence listed on the address, but I have another account. I have another document that is, uh, as mentioned, Arnold Aronson Accountancy Firm, and I'm going to try and follow up on that as soon as possible. But I also found all these other letters that are simply misplaced in the rest of all documents, and I could not simply leave them uh, to wither away in the dust and the, in the, in the, the, on the end table by the door. I could not leave them that way. So I did pick them up, but these are much lower priority. I will deal with these at the more reasonable time. Uh, did we did we decide? Did you find out anything else, or did you uh, did we decide on a course of action? That is, uh, we're thinking we really need to talk to the roommate. Uh, she she didn't seem to buy into anything that the folks here at the funeral were telling us. Hmm. I think you have good instincts. Let us. Uh, this seems like a fine idea. Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives again next time for the thrilling conclusion of Shot through the heart uh this episode is brought to you by the arnold aronson accounting firm arnold aronson when you absolutely need accurate and accountable accounting for uh, everyone <laughs> in your household except no assistance other than aaron aronson accountability aaron aronson, aronson accept our assistance and alliteration <laughs> da, 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 da. we'll hold you and your money accountable <laughs> Scott Brown can be found on Twitter at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey Copeland can be found on Twitter at A-T-L underscore Spielberg. Marty McGuire can be found on Twitter at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young can be found on Twitter at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. We're leaving a review on our iTunes page, which helps other listeners find the show. Thanks.